This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, October 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ag groups step into water fight. Grocery chain find over sick leave. Heat rule in the works and world leaders excited about climate bill. Ag groups oppose Delta pumping plan. Following the lead of several California members of Congress, a coalition of farm groups is now pushing back on a joint plan between state and federal wildlife agencies to rescind biological opinions for Delta flows. The pandemic, drought, and port congestion are just a few of the issues farmers are already dealing with, that according to a coalition letter sent to the agencies yesterday. The letter reads, We implore you to work together to alleviate these extreme circumstances rather than exacerbate them. The group support coordinated operations with the water projects, but oppose, quote, the unprecedented and unvetted interim plans for next year that were filed in a legal case earlier this month. Speaking of lawsuits, conservation and sport fishing groups are suing to halt water transfers to south of Delta contractors. They argue transferring water in the late fall harms fish populations during spawning season. The lawsuit is the latest in a years-long battle over water transfers. Labor Commissioner fines grocery chain over pandemic sick leave. Again, the California Labor Commissioner's office has fined L Super Grocery Stores more than $1.1 million for failing to provide COVID-19 paid sick leave to workers. In July, the commission levied a nearly $500,000 citation on the chain. We heard from additional workers who had their sick leave denied or delayed, said Commissioner Lilia Garcia Brower. We broadened the scope of our investigation to capture as many workers impacted by these violations as possible and provide them with what they are due. The investigation found 240 employees in 38 locations impacted. Some work while sick, while others waited months to be paid or were told to go on unemployment during the quarantine. OSHA kicks off process for heat workplace standard. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is beginning the process of establishing the first regulations for protecting workers from heat. OSHA will be gathering comments on an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, or ANPR, through December 27th. The agency is seeking input on issues such as heat stress thresholds, heat acclimatization planning, and exposure monitoring. Heat is the leading cause of death among all weather-related workplace hazards, OSHA said in a news release. Keep in mind, data show that farm workers are particularly vulnerable to heat. The average annual heat-related workplace fatality rate in all industries, other than the category of agriculture, forestry, fishing, and hunting, was nine-hundredths of a death per one million workers from 2000 to 2010. Now, in the ag category, the rate was 35 times that mark at 3.06 deaths per 1 million workers. Dems try to close the deal. Congressional Democrats insist they are closing in on an agreement on President Biden's Build Back Better package of climate provisions and social spending. I'm more confident than ever that we'll be able to resolve our remaining differences and push this critical piece of legislation across the finish line. 
that the word of Representative Angie Craig, the Minnesota Democrat, after a White House meeting. Biden's National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters that U.S. allies have been impressed by the president's commitment to address climate change through the Build Back Better bill. They're excited about it. They raise it when we see them, Sullivan said. But Sullivan also suggested that Biden could live without a deal with Congress in hand before he heads to Europe for the weekend's G20 summit and then the International Climate Conference in Glasgow. I think you've got a sophisticated set of world leaders who understand politics of their own country and understand American democracy and recognize that working through a complex, far-reaching negotiation on some of the largest investments in modern memory in the United States takes time. By the way, the National Biodiesel Board and other biofuel groups sent a letter to Democratic leaders in support of a long-term extension of the dollar-a-gallon biodiesel tax credit and other climate-related biofuel provisions. Now, for more on the upcoming climate conference and the Build Back Better Bill's climate provisions, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Wildlife agencies seek to rescind Trump-era species rules. Fish and Wildlife Service and National Marine Fisheries Service are proposing to scrap a definition of habitat adopted by the Trump administration. Wildlife agencies say the definition would inappropriately limit their ability to designate critical habitat under the Endangered Species Act. The previous rule was published last December 20th and went into effect January 15th, five days before President Biden took office. The FWS also is proposing to rescind a rule governing how it considers critical habitat exclusions under the ESA. The Trump rule, quote, was unnecessary and increased confusion and decreased clarity, FWS said in its proposal. The global berry craze. Demand for blueberries around the globe is pushing countries to expand production at a dizzying rate. The largest growth has taken place in the U.S. A new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service says global production more than double from 2010 to 2019, jumping from 439,000 metric tons to about a million tons. Number of countries producing at least 10,000 tons annually went from 4 to 11. Uh, take note, U.S. blueberry production rose from over the decade from 225,000 tons to 340,000 tons. Peru is the most dramatic example of growth, according to FAS. The country produced about 50 tons in 2010, but 10 years later producing 125,000 tons. That makes Peru the world's fourth largest blueberry producing country behind the U.S., Canada, and Chile. Here's today's She Said It. You have a role to play, too. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross encouraging farmers and backyard gardeners to help CDFA and USDA prevent invasive pests from spreading into California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, October 27th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.